Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Wow, Danfany. Howdy. I am in front of you in San Antoine. I could literally reach out and touch your dick right now. Why am I here? Uh, well, we went yard. We went big <laughs> at the beginning of the year. Yeah, so in August, uh, before we even knew anything about anything, we predicted, well... August uh, 7th, to be exact. August 7th, yeah. So we predicted that Clemson would win the national championship. Correct. And they have done so. Yes. Uh, so our they, sponsor, MyBookie, had just signed yep. on to, to do the show and said, hey, guys, sports gambling is legalized in all 50 yep. states. Congratulations. And, and at that point... It was, I believe, $100 down to $4,000 down, doubled your deposit. Yeah, and they brought us down to 3000 because we were literally butt-fucking their entire system. Crushing them. Yeah. But you and I, because it was our first kind of toe into the water with yep. my bookie, we, we bet it all on Clemson at 6-1. Yep. And the, you know, the, here's the fucked up thing. is The following weekend, we bet hard, but not as hard, obviously, on the World Series, which ended up being... Red Sox Dodgers. Yep. You called it in the exact games. Yeah, five You won games, more yeah. money than I did yep. off of that. The only thing that we've missed so far was the way too early NFL predictions. Well, I said Rams and... Uh, you, you, you're still in it, actually. Rams Chiefs I'm was not. my pick. I, I, I went Falcons and uh, Steelers. Yeah. But again, way too early predictions. Matt Ryan ended up having a fucking lights out. He year. had a better year this year than he did in his MVP when he was season. When yeah. How fucked it's up crazy, that? but we didn't have a defense. Everybody got hurt. I think yeah. eight starters ended up on the injured reserve. And then the yeah. Steelers, who could predict what happened with Le'Veon Vell and obviously the Antonio Brown situation. Yeah. Super fucking weird. Yeah, we'll see if he's even back next year with the Steelers. I would be surprised if he is. How do you give up the best wide receiver in I the I don't know, NFL? but I mean, shit, they gave up the best running back in the NFL because they didn't pay him. So what the fuck, man? I have a different theory on running backs now. After this Le'Veon Bell year mm-hmm. where, I, look, James Conner came in, crushed it. He did well. He got yeah. hurt. He did well. Jalen Samuels came in. It looked fantastic. I think now he did more disservice to himself and brought more attention on that position to the league that if I'm a, an NFL GM, I'm not dropping the hammer as far as money goes on a starting running back because no. there's too many great kids out of college. You look yeah. at this this past weekend, right? Or the, or the past two weeks of, of, of college. Both Clemson running backs were probably pros. Both Alabama's running backs are, are yeah. going to be superstars. I think they're all going to come out next year or the year after. Yeah, dude. All four of them. Both Ohio State running backs. Uh, yeah. Dobbins and Weber. Weber just left early. That's six running backs who are going to be starting in the NFL. Yeah. You're fine. Run those guys into the ground through their mm-hmm. rookie contracts and then get new ones. The yeah. ones that are the hardest to replace are great quarterbacks. Uh, defenders, mm. wide receivers have still been hit and miss. Where it's, you know, you still have a, to have a, a pretty big body and size wise. You got to be a, for longevity, yeah, yes, for sure, for yeah. longevity. Yeah. You got to be like a Julio Jones or an AJ Green or and all, it that seems type like a lot. It seems like a lot more receivers than any other skill position have some kind of mental health issue, or they're just assholes or something. Throughout the dawn of time, like I don't know what the, the deal with that is. Like OBJ. Like, shut the fuck up and play, brother. You know he wasn't hurt either, right? No, fuck no, he wasn't hurt. And did you see Rose for Clemson? Like, oh, Justin Rose? He's the new OBJ. Dropping 
Like he's one handed catch, like two like one handed catches. Job. The kid's barely nineteen years yeah, old. Yeah, he's a true freshman too. Since we're on that subject, I want to talk about the national championship. Because again, we called this. We want a ton of money, and, and your only caveat was this: Hey, man, we'll go all in mm-hmm. on the the national title pick before the season starts. Way too early. Just come down and rage in San Antonio. And I was like, all right, great, because we'd agreed a long time ago. Because we've looked at the schedule throughout the year and said, all right, here's the games we we should probably hit. Yeah. Some teams ended up being shitty. We didn't go to those games. Yep. The one game that was off of our list from day one was Santa Clara. Yeah, because, because fuck a- that, man. Yes. I mean. I've actually, when I worked in, um, in as a private security contractor, I did some threat assessment assistance when they were building that stadium. So I've I've lived around there before. I don't. There's no nothing in me wanted to go there again. It's a it's a nightmare. One two. If you looked closely, you know they didn't sell out like yeah, half right? of the upper deck. Yeah. And what they, they did was it, yeah. they they turn off the lights in those sections. Yeah. Which I've never seen done before. Where I was like, oh. That's a clever little Hollywood they, trick. They do that in the Raiders stadium all the time. They cover those top baseball stadiums. Usually they do it with a piece of tarp or yeah, yeah, yeah. like a logo the, the tarp Rays or something. The Rays are doing yeah. it this, this year. The well, the Rays, they should just, the Rays should just cover their entire fucking stadium. Actually, the, what they should do is drive a fucking dump truck in there full of fucking uh, TATP or some kind of explosive and just blow that motherfucker up. Yeah. Because no one gives a fuck about baseball down no, there. No, no. One. Uh, look, Tampa as a sports city as a whole, Look, it's an old folks community. They're they're asleep by, you know, they're they're going the, the early bird special at five. They're asleep by yeah. six. Or you've got a meth community, which is like James Franco and Spring Breakers. Spring break, spring break. Yeah. Either way, they're not going to see a fucking football game there. No, not unless it's at like nine o'clock in the morning or something. No, no, not at all. But we we'd cross that off our list, and you said, hey man, instead. I, like I'm, I'll go all in with you. It'll be a fun thing for the sports show, and just come down to San Antonio to party. I said, "Look, I'll get on the flight the next day." Boom! Here I am. Uh, we're less than 24 hours after yeah. the national championship. I'm not going to reveal how much money we won because it was disgusting. Yeah, but it was a good season. Clemson absolutely pulled down the panties of Bama and fucked them in the ass. I, I, me personally, I thought Clemson was going to win. I, I did not expect them to win in such a blowout fashion. No. There was a because look, we've had a lot of success on this show picking games and all this stuff. I got a lot of drinking bros who hit me up and said, "Hey man, right before the game, who you betting? Who you betting? Who you betting?" And I, I got a bunch of those too. Yeah, same. And I said, "Look, I'm still going with Clemson." I said it was by five and a half. I said by three. Yeah, it's the same. And so I was like, "I think it's Clemson by three. That's I said, what I look, thought." I, I told all the drinking bros because we've always been honest all year long. I said, "Hey man." I think this is going to be too close to call, and it might be a last possession game. Yeah, throw, I, th- I go th- throw a little bit on it because yeah. that's what I did just to keep it interesting. I mean, obviously we had our bet at the beginning of, of the season, but there's nothing that we could do about that. Like once that's locked in, that's locked in for the yeah. year. Congratulations! Like just hope for the best. Yeah. With my, you know, with my money last night, I put a little bit on it, but not a lot because I yeah. didn't know what the fuck was going to happen, and I thought it was a one possession game. I did too. When they stomp them out like that, yeah. Holy shit. I mean, it, it made me reevaluate the entire season of, you know, you, you're of sold. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're sold on a bill of goods by ESPN every yeah. fucking week about how great the, the, the SEC is and Paul, Paul Feinbaum. Fuck Paul Feinbaum. Not only did he hate every other team besides the SEC, but then he hated Clemson the night before the game. Yeah, he and was he said they will shit. never do anything against Alabama's defense and a freshman quarterback and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm like, 
you know, he wrote this tweet, and I, I told him to go fuck himself after. It was like, wow, I can't believe that happened. No, Paul, you can't believe anything could happen outside yeah. the SEC. You no, that guy's fuck. a fucking retard, man. I mean, I hate that guy. He's a great he, candidate, by the way. <laughs> has he been uh, right? Rates, maybe. No, has he been correct at any point during no. the season? Well, you know, look. Like he, he went hard after Urban Meyer at the beginning of the season saying he's definitely going to get fired. Blah, blah, Fraud. blah. Fraud. He did yeah. this. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Didn't get fired. Like two hours after the fucking uh, oh, uh, news conference. It was ruthless. Yeah. And all because, truthfully, he left the SEC. Yeah. He left Florida. And some another drinking bro hit me up. Um, uh, James Burton hit me up and was just like, hey, man, um, you realize Feinbaum is a... Uh, is a fucking Tennessee guy. And I said, no, I didn't know he went to Tennessee. Now it makes all the sense in the he, world. He matriculated from that university is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he huh. matriculated from the Tennessee Volunteers. And, hey, let me go ahead and volunteer your, your program to the fucking toilet because Tennessee has been awful since T. Martin. I mean, 18 years now, I think. Yeah. You're looking at, at like a, a horrific program that was once a big t- – like, they remind me of a Nebraska where yeah. they had some glory years. 80s, 90s was their jam. Right around 2000, they just petered out, and that's it, and they can't recover. It was probably 9-11. <sighs> Do you think? That was it for you. <laughs> 9-11 was it for you, my man. That's when you said, I'm going to Penn State, and I don't care if I get touched by Sandusky. 9-11. No, I touched Sandusky. <laughs> Look, here's the thing, guys. If you get caught in some kind of compromising position, always turn it on the other person. Like somebody starts sexually harassing you, you go way harder at them. That's oh, my yeah. advice to women. If you start acting really creepy, you, uh, you, hang on a sec. Hang on a second. Jared Taylor. Th- Jared is, Taylor's by, by the way, step we in. just flew into San Antonio. This is yeah. live. We're in Jared Taylor's house. Yeah. Here, take it oh, up. Give, give it to him. Yeah. I'm saying you, you always out crazy the crazy. Yeah. That means if you're dealing with a crazy chick, offer her a ring. A trip to Barbados. <laughs> right there. You just go hard in the paint and go, why don't we change our last names to your last name? Oh, I love that. That's it. It's just right there. You freak them out more. You know what's You fun? know what? You know what? I saw this this experimental medical thing they were doing in Peru where I give you my blood and you give me yours. It's like a blood swap transfusion. Doesn't matter if we're compatible. No. We're going to do it cuz we're in love. Yeah. That that It could kill us, you but just, we're willing. You just described Tennessee fans, Notre Dame oh, fans. Oh, Notre Dame fans. Give me a fucking break with this guy. And so, Browns fans. Here's the other thing. So, yeah, we had this bet at the beginning of the season where Ross was committed to come here and rage if we won, and we won because I knew we would. Uh, the other part of this is that we had the, the ESPN Fantasy Leagues this year. We had the two leagues, mine and Ross's. Ross won his. Jesse won mine. Fucking bitch. Um, yeah. And Ross won... Uh, I narrowly oh, no, you, lost. You narrowly I, I got, lost. I got fucked in yeah. my league because Todd Gurley Todd Gurley, I lost yeah. by 10. But you won, you won the underdog league, and the bet was for that one that the winner was going to get a signed Rudy Rudiger jersey. Yeah. From, Notre Dame. Uh, from the real Rudy, not Sean Aston. And by, and by the way. way, I was going to give it to the guy and just say, hey, man, congratulations. Thanks for playing. It's been fun. Because we've been doing. You're talking about the sports, guy you beat. We've had a giveaway every single week. Yeah. For fuck, how many? Forever, yeah. At three or four months of this. So, so you were saying that you were going to give it away to the guy who you beat in that league. Correct. But because this one Notre Dame fan, Kalen something. Kalen Catrone. Is such a delusional piece of shit. Yeah. That we decided to burn the fucking jersey. So we're burning it. We're going to burn it. And all of us are here, because since I flew out to San Antonio, all of us are here. So me, Jared, Matt, Evan, Dan, all of us are going to burn this Notre Dame jersey on a campfire on Thursday night. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be great. 
But after this national title game, I, look, I, look, I reevaluated everything, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, looking you, you back gotta, on it, all this SEC bullshit, like, especially with Paul Feinbaum. Yeah. With, you know, Alabama and Georgia. Paul Feinbaum, he, 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 he's like the Don Lemon of fucking sports. Worse. Fuck that the guy. Goddamn worse. But you look at the way Georgia got dismantled by Texas. And then you look at the way they that really Alabama got, got dismantled. I mean, Alabama got crushed by Clemson. At no point did they look comfortable at all at any point during the game. Usually you'll see a Saban mid- called a fake field goal. With his, when does that happen? With the, with the holder for the lead blocker, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, what the I fuck? Mean, he got steamrolled. There was no chance of that play uh, developing or even no. being remotely successful. No, it's, it was really bizarre. Not what you would expect out of a, out of a Saban coach game. I mean, typically you'll see, and, and the, um, the commentators m- mentioned this a number of times, you'll see Tua or Saban have a couple of series in a row where they seem out of sorts, but then they make adjustments. That never happened last night. Right. Like, they scored 16 points within the first however many minutes and didn't score again for the rest of the fucking game. It was like 14, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was it. The rest of the game, they were scoreless. And the the crazy part about that was, was, you know, the last two... Towards the end of the third and all of the fourth, Clemson mm. had nothing to play for at that point except for pride. And those motherfuckers Lawrence stayed started, in there. Lawrence started running the ball at that point. Dude, all of their starters stayed in and said, fuck you, you're not scoring. They stopped Bama, what, inside the five twice? Twice, yeah. On four down territory yep. where you were just like, no, fuck you. This is pride. We're going to bury your dicks in the dirt. And that's, yeah. that's it. We're all done with, with the Bama talk for a long goddamn time in the SEC talk. And it was amazing to see. But... Again, when I talked about reevaluating the entire season after mm-hmm. last night, I really went through all the standings for all the leagues. Here's what my conclusion was, and you can tell me if I'm accurate on this. Okay. Uh, SEC was, I believe it was six and five or six and six Something in the like bowl that, games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Big Ten six and five. Most of the conferences pretty much. I think the ACC was like four and six or something like that. They didn't do too well. Yeah, but everybody was right around five hundred. Nobody really no showed. Nobody was dominant, and and that's my that was my biggest takeaway from not only this bowl season but this college football season is all of these conferences to me are top heavy. The Big Ten. Oh yeah, it was Ohio State and really no one else. Michigan. Not only did they get crushed by Ohio State, but they got crushed in the bowl game by Florida. And all their players quit on Harbaugh. Now, right now, Ohio State's taking all their defensive coordinators. and I mean, it's, it's, it's really getting weird. Yeah, I wonder if uh, more people are going to leave Michigan before like, the only thing spring that, that, camp that leaves starts. Because they said, they said Harbaugh's on vacation, and I'm using air quotes for that. How are you on vacation magically during NFL hiring season? And while Ohio State is raiding your fucking kitchen cabinet yeah. with a new coach. I don't understand any of that. I'm not going to bag on Michigan the rest of the show, but like uh, that, that team is definitely rebuilding. I don't know how they come back from this season. But you look at the Big Ten, to mm. me, the rest of the Big Ten was shitty except for Ohio State. If you look at the SEC, besides Alabama... The rest of the SEC was shitty, except for Alabama. You look at the ACC. Besides Clemson, the rest of the ACC is shitty. Yeah. I, you even look at the. Pac, I mean, the Pac, what is it? The Pac, Georgia was okay. They were okay, but were they? Look, they 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 lost to Alabama. That's they what lost you, to LSU with a yeah with. Yeah. I mean, they got housed by LSU. My, my brother, Ohio State's third-string quarterback. My brother uh, actually made a comment yesterday on the on Andrew Bro Sports that uh, 
Clemson and Alabama are so clearly better than everybody else. Everybody's bitching about who got in at three and four, but does it really even matter? No. And, and you I mean, know, that, I, that was the other thing I kept thinking last night was, look, as an Ohio State fan, would I would I I've loved to say, yeah, Ohio State might have had a shot in there. Maybe because they have a big arm quarterback like like Lawrence. Yeah. Maybe look Haskins had fifty fucking touchdowns. He's the first quarterback yeah. in the NFL draft. Maybe, but was their defense good enough to hold up with Alabama? Probably not. So it definitely wasn't good enough to hold up. Do I, do I think the top up. two teams made it? Yeah. Yes, they did. Um, and I don't believe in all that uh, Alabama got exposed bullshit. No, they got beat by a better team. That's it. That's it. That's I, all it is. They, they're a fucking – Alabama's clearly better than the other 23 teams in the top 25 except for Clemson. Clearly. Right. They're clearly better than all those other teams. Yeah, and that's the way I look at it as well, but – you know, I also look at it as is cyclical. Like it goes by all of college football is pretty goddamn simple. It just goes by coaches. Whoever the the hot coaches for yeah. that period of years is how good your teams are. You, you go back, and this is just recently to me in the last you know fifteen twenty years. You go back. Urban Meyer had his run. Florida back to back national championships. Ohio State, uh, and then Saban comes in, crushes. Now it's Dabo Sweeney's time. Mm-hmm. Who's the next guy? up after Dabo Sweeney. I don't know. Because I'm looking at this Clemson team after that game last night with Lawrence. Yeah. I don't know how they get beat for the next two years. For two that years, That can't yeah. even come out for another two years. And the same for their... their uh, well, they have a, a sophomore running back and a freshman running back, and then Justin Rose is a fucking freshman. He's a freshman. Too. Yeah. So, and I mean... By the way, to speak to your point, and I meant to bring this up earlier, but to speak to your point about... And you say this all the time, that um, college football is all about coaches. Yes. So, Justin Rose is an Alabama native. Was. He was the number one recruit out of Alabama last year, out of the state of Alabama, and he's in Clemson University, and that's because of Dabo Sweeney. Sweeney. Yes. That's and, why. And if, you, if you're telling me there's not something in the water down in Clemson of what he's doing or what he's pitching these kids, and I think, again, it's cyclical. I think every coach has had that magic for a certain number of years, yeah. and then a new guy comes in and takes over. And that's what college football is. And it's Saban's been around for a minute, though. What's he got? Seven national championships. Yeah, that would have been his seventh last night. So he's got oh, so six. six. But here's the thing: is like with Lincoln Riley. Like mm-hmm. I see a Lincoln Riley out there at Oklahoma, and I'm like, all right, cool. To me, he could have it in a couple. I years. think it's Ohio State. I, I look. Ryan Day looks stacked. I just all their I, team looks. Justin Fields and all those guys coming yeah. over. It looks. It looks great. And but you never know until the recruiting class exactly. comes in. And so uh, look, recruiting wise golden mm-hmm. but you don't know until you play the games the yeah. one the one thing that i did predict before the season started and i've said this privately off air for the last two years is you keep playing an sec schedule like this of of these d2 teams yeah. other conferences are going to start to follow mm-hmm. i looked at ohio State's schedule this year they scheduled no one no it's like f f f a u or f i u i didn't even know the, the florida the international yeah as really? their first game of the year, they used to schedule like, oh, hey, a big outside conference game. They're not doing that anymore because the SEC isn't doing that anymore. That's going to change the rest of this shit. Therefore, when you get to a national championship, same as last night, mm-hmm. with, where Alabama really didn't play anybody besides Georgia all year, Yeah, you can say, oh, LSU was great. LSU had a third-string quarterback from Ohio State. The kid didn't barely know the offense. He did the best with what he could at LSU. And good on Joe Burrow, man. That's amazing. Yeah. But they weren't fucking good enough. You and I were at that game, and it was 29-0. And all we kept thinking was, man, this should be 56-0 to at this point. Yeah, it was... uh, It just wasn't. It was... uh, Man, I don't know. I don't even know how to call it, to be honest. It was kind of like the... uh, 
the Ohio State Penn State game. I feel like Ohio State should have buried Penn State. They did, but in you know, like look, they, what did they end up winning by four or something? I mean, it was yeah, close. But, and, and for those of you who say like, hey, Ross is a fucking Ohio State homer, that's not true. I know what I actually know what Ohio State's problem was, and I know what it is, and I and I think this was Urban's problem at the end of his career, and that's the difference between him and Saban is this. Urban, if you look at the NFL drafts, especially what's going to come up and what's happened over the years, I mean, fuck, all the Saints are goddamn, it's, it's the Ohio State University reunion team on the Saints. They pump out the, the, the best NFL product they, they fucking can. They should have won three or four national championships with that team. I don't think Urban could corral that many personalities of kids who just wanted to go to the NFL, knew they were going to be superstars, and get them to win a national championship. And I think that's the difference with yeah. him and Nick Saban, whereas Nick Saban has the same talent as well, but he did. Well, I think he could get those kids to buy into the system. And I look at Dabo Sweeney Swinney's now. the same, yeah. Is the same. Because he got all those superstars to come yes, back, yeah. To buy into the system, whereas the last couple years, and, and look, everybody's bagged on the Purdue loss and the, the, the Iowa loss on the year before, yeah. and they're right. Like, it's only a laziness of the players mm-hmm. with that much talent. You shouldn't lose to Purdue. You shouldn't lose to Iowa. No. That's the coach's fault. Yeah. He should have corralled those kids. They're all playing in the fucking NFL. Ezekiel Elliott, all those goddamn guys. They're superstars. Um, Michael Thomas. I mean, it's, it's crazy to me that he didn't win more national yeah. championships, but you have to be able to corral those personalities. Saban has been able to do it and get him to buy into the system. Dabo is doing it currently. He got, he got a, like two... Probably first round defensive line draft picks to come back for their senior season, which is nuts. That's fucking crazy, nuts. Dude. And those like, guys were Wilkins last night for Clemson. He looked, they were tearing people's fucking faces off. Last the other night. guy that's suspended. What's his name? Um, Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. I, geez, I mean, I don't dude, think that's going to affect his draft stock at all. None. Like he's not. I'm looking at all the mock it wasn't drafts like right Coke now. Like Coke or fucking, you know. No, uh, I'm, you know, I'm looking at it all. Wasn't triple stacking. No, I'm looking at all of his. Um, all the mock drafts right now, and they don't even show him right now. But three weeks ago, before this shit happened, he was at fifth. Like he was expected to go fifth. Oh, 100%. And then Wilkins was expected to go like either fourth or sixth. Like he, he got both of these guys to come back for their senior season and play college football. Deservedly so. And whoever no the uh, defensive coordinator is for Clemson. How, does, how is that guy not coaching in the NFL? I don't know. After those first two touchdowns, Dabo looked over his shoulder and, and he said, goes, do, do your, your fucking, fucking job. job. On camera. Yeah. And they scored three points after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A field three goal Three points, yep. And, it was it a was field incredible. goal in the red zone, too. And they kept bringing up throughout the game that he's making you know, $2 million to be the defensive coordinator. To me, I'm looking at the NFL coaching carousel right now. Yeah. And I can't understand why this guy isn't getting interviewed or having a job. Cliff Kingsbury got hired today. When you hit me up with that, I couldn't yeah. believe it. I did. I yeah. did double check. I was like, "Wait a minute. Are we talking about the, t- the Texas Tech coach who didn't have a winning season? Are we talking about the offensive coordinator for USC who yeah. doesn't have an offense? This that, is what we're going." Here's it makes the- it makes you wonder if they're going to take Bosa number one. Like if you if you if you brought in John Gruden to coach a team, John Gruden has always been an offensive minded coach, right? The West Coast style that he loves so much. Would you expect him to take Bosa number one, or would he go after building the package of players that he wants? Man, because that fucks me up. Yeah, like there's I, nobody other than Bosa or Haskins that I would take first in this draft. To me, you've got to go with best pick in the draft. I, yeah. look, those kids out of Clemson, man, are, are phenomenal. It depends on what what defensive scheme you're running, but 
To me, you got to go with Bosa. Um, you know, and again, a quarterback, if you need it, move up and get him. But Bosa is still first in this draft to me. I don't know what happens with Cliff Kingsbury. I don't know what happens with the rest of these fucking teams. It seems to me like everybody's looking for the new Todd McVay yeah. of the Rams, the head coach of the Rams. Yeah, oh, we that. want a young guy who's no. like 38, 39 to come in and energize the team or whatever. Let's let's slow up on Todd McVay. He hasn't won a fucking playoff game yet. Not yet. We'll see this, we'll see week, this weekend. But, you know, uh, that's the ex- you can't plan for the exception to the rule. Like, Chucky was the exception at 41 or whenever he took over. Right. McVeigh is the exception. Yeah. What is he, 37 or something? He's young. I, who knows, man. Like, yeah. That, that's the exception. Most of these guys have been coordinators for years because it takes a certain amount of organization, just like in college, to be able to fucking wrangle all these assholes and make them do what you want them to do on, on the same game plan on the same day and stay motivated for 16-plus games. Yeah. Like, you have to be able to do that. And to be honest, you don't see a whole lot of 35-year-old CEOs. There's a reason for that. It's because you just don't have the life and business experience to be able to handle that kind no, of stuff. You don't at all. So and you throw a guy like Cliff Kingsbury in with you know shit. He's only what 18 years older than Josh Rosen for Christ's sakes. Yeah. That's your quarterback. Look, I, I still think Arizona's got some decent talent. I, I, if they pass on Bosa, they're re, they're retarded um, mentally and physically in that, and not metaphorically. You've got to go for the best players in the draft and then build yeah. around them. The problem is the unless NFL they want to unless days, they want to trade. The, the problem is in the NFL these days. You, you got about three years and before you're fired, and that's it. You're out of there. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. Look, it's it's a big business. It, it's you know more of a, a corporation now than a. It's oh, a three hey, to five year play in kind of deal. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I but I could honestly see, I could see Arizona trading down for like Carr or something like that from Oakland and giving Oakland the number one and letting them take Haskins if they want to change up a quarterback. Because I feel like Gruden is super unhappy with Carr and he's cleaned house he everywhere else. Him. I don't think it'll be Arizona simply for the fact if they believe in Rosen, they went you know big on Rosen last year. I think Rosen is there and it's fine. Um, I, th- I, w- I, maybe I, I would say this. Yes, Jacksonville would probably move, move up or maybe the Giants. Yeah. And we'll see. Well, the Giants are five anyways. And Jacksonville's a six, right? Yeah. Something like that? The, yeah, they're, they're behind them. Like, so, I think Jacksonville, if Jacksonville, they want Haskins, they're going to have to move up. Because I feel like, you. I know you don't d- agree with this, but I think I think the Giants are going to take Haskins. I think they want Haskins and Saquon Barkley on the same team. I, I think it would be smart. I, I just, I, I think after, you know, dopey Eli. Yeah. <laughs> They want a personality in New York. They got shit to sell. Saquon Barkley sells that whole thing. I mean, Jesus Christ. Do they need more by, than by Saquon? Every, by the way, by everybody's account on that team who, who plays on that team, and we've yeah. had some inside talks with the actual players, they've said that, that Saquon Barkley is the leader, the vocal leader of that team inside the locker room. It's not OBJ. Yeah. Uh, so, it's not Eli because he, feel like, he feels like he's on his way out. And he, they, they all hmm. say it's Saquon Barkley. So if you're building a team around Saquon Barkley – then yes, it would make sense to go get a, a Haskins because then you don't have to be the leader of that. And he can be the spokesman yeah. of the I whole mean, fucking team. Haskins is one of those guys that always lets his play speak for himself. He threw 50 touchdowns this year, so I'm pretty sure he's doing all right. Yeah. Um, and if, if what you're saying is true, if Barkley is the true leader he is. of that clubhouse, because clearly OBJ doesn't want to be. N- no. He wants to show up and play football, and I... Like, the, the shit he pulled at the end of this year is kind of irritating to me. Like, suit up and play the fucking game, bro. I get it. I get it that you're doing your thing. Don't fucking Kawhi Leonard me. Don't do that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't like that. And that's what that's that's what he's become. Oh, yeah. Fuck, man. I don't even but know he's super talented. About this on here. I got invited to a dinner with him. 
about 36 hours before that last game. With OBJ? Like, yes. And, and uh, if I, man, can I say this or not? F- fuck it. We've had a lot of drinks today. Yeah, we have. Um, I said no. My wife was like, dude, you got to go. You got to go. It'll be great or whatever. And I was like, he, he did not agree to do an interview for the podcast. And it was, it was a dinner. And I was like, where's the dinner? And it was in New Jersey. And I was like, oh, so then he's not going to play? He's not going to play in the fucking final game? That's so, like... And the chance, what are the chances are that that's Eli's last game? Like all of it, all the way around. Like, it's at least reasonable, right? My thoughts were this to to the friend who invited me. Th- this guy's making a hundred. Like, what was his contract? One hundred fifty million dollars. I don't. Crazy? His guaranteed money is like sixty five or seventy Insanity. million. Insanity. It's like an amazing. And he just didn't want to play the last three games. Yeah, at all. There was nothing wrong with his quad. He didn't get hurt in practice, all that other shit. Like, no. There's nothing wrong with the guy. He's just fucking weird. He's like Kanye. There's no other excuse or explanation for it. And you know, when I talked to my buddy the next day, I was like, how was hmm. the dinner? He was like, oh, cool, fine. I was like, did you ask him about the quad? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good... It's good that that's you... serious? It's good that you didn't go because you totally would have asked him, like, hey, how's your quad? I would have been an asshole. But yeah. My, my, look, my buddy doesn't give a shit, but like... Um, my wife, even my wife was like, you should go. And I was like, why? What, what, what am I going to talk about? If he's not no. going to come on the show, I don't really give, fu- I yeah. don't give a shit about having dinner with anybody. No. Besides you guys. I don't, like, I, I don't, if, if, unless they'll come on the show. Um, but once he told me that and I knew all of you know, his whole shit, I was like, all right, great. How do you depend on that guy as a leader of your team going forward? And you just paid him. You backed up the truck for that guy. Yeah, I mean, uh, his, his ability and when he is on the field definitely warrants that kind of money like he's he's a very very good receiver and he makes it's not just about uh like if you're a true sports fan you understand the idea of momentum and forget about the hot hand theory because there's no statistical statistical evidence to back that shit up like i've made five shots on the roll shot i should take the next shot that's not how it works you should take the best shot available always yeah but big plays and energy-based games like football can turn the tide man it doesn't matter if it's if you make three catches but they're great momentum turning catches in a game that can win the fucking game right there absolutely and he's the guy that kind of skill he's that dynamic guy he's he like, does, Randy and Moss. like I, you know before we move on to, to something else here I'll, I'll say one thing that i don't know of so don't make it seem like i'm throwing him completely under the bus because i don't know this this last factor of it was was it also management that said hey why don't you go ahead and we've paid you so much money let's not risk getting injured the last three games and maybe yeah who knows out. But the only thing I, that, that didn't make sense to me on that argument is then why not do to Saquon Barkley? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a rookie. Yeah, but I don't still. Know. I, he's not, he, look, he was fucking phenomenal last year. That guy he's was the third rookie in history to get a 2,000 from the scrimmage, right? Yeah. He was amazing. And um, their lines suck, too, dude. Like, no? Statistically speaking, if you look at the offensive line numbers, uh, and these are advanced metrics about based on how much penetration they allow from the defense, um, how many blocking assignments they miss, all this other stuff. They're one of the, they're in the bottom five in the league. And he just went off anyways. He doesn't give a fuck. Imagine this guy. He's like Barry Sanders with the Lions. The Lions never fucking gave him any support. That dude yeah. just did his own thing. Imagine Saquon Barkley with a deep threat like Haskins Boy. and OBJ running on the outside. Uh, it could be a sexy team, man. So it, You're right. Maybe it is them that moves up. Um, I would love to see that. I would actually watch the Giants play all year. I would watch every single one of their games if Haskins went there. Same. Just look for the sheer excitement of it, of, of OBJ, yeah. Haskins, Barkley, yeah. what's going to happen. And the, the thing I, I like about... Haskins versus like Lamar Jackson, those guys. Haskins doesn't run. 
He no, can't. he can't run at all. He, he's got a big arm. He reminds me of a, a David Garrard, if we're being honest about it. Um, More talented than that. Y- yeah, but if you are going to compare it to, all right, great. What is he going to do? He's going to stand in the pocket. He's going to th- fucking throw 50, 60-yard bombs. Yeah. Um, he's extremely accurate, and uh, he's he's not going to be running the ball every goddamn down or, or ever, you know? I eat shit at Ohio State. They'd have begged that guy to run the goddamn ball. Yeah, but he wouldn't really, I mean... How much would he even need to run there? He he doesn't, but in college, it's one of those things where, you know, like, look, you look at the, the Alabama game last night. They tried to get that Lawrence kid off his game by blitzing all the time, and he ended up running a few yeah. times. It's funny. They tried to get him off his game by running, and this kid who is 19 years old, yeah. in his first real big game ever, because that Notre Dame game was a joke. Like, all these Notre Dame homers are like, oh, they only lost by 27, and Alabama lost by 28. Clemson didn't even show up for the second half of that fucking no, game. I, so just shut the fuck up. That yeah. would have been a 40-plus point game if they Easily. had actually played. Anyways, so Lawrence, this 19-year-old who's never played in a really challenging game before, uh, sees the blitz coming from this very intimidating Alabama team, at least according to the media. He fucking throws the ball, takes the big hit, gets up, and fucking brushes his shoulder off as homeboy runs for a 74-yard touchdown. After he doesn't give a fuck, dude. It's weird. This dude is a fucking mechanic. It's almost frightening, man. Like, Because, look, again, you and I are diehard college football fans, but yep. looking at that Clemson team, Jesus Christ, what do you do against those guys for the next two years? I don't know, unless somebody, unless there's a major injury or they don't like stack back up on defense. But you know how it is. Like you said, in college football, it's cyclical. So yeah. when you start winning games like this, all the fucking top defensive recruits from next season, they're exactly. looking at Clemson right now. Oh, oh. Because that team just took the best offense for the last four seasons and, and shut their ass down, them. like big time. Every top defensive star from high school is probably going to go there. That's a frightening team, man. Um, and look, it, they're fun to watch. I enjoyed watching Clemson play, so it's not like a no. It's not going to be one of those boring things like a like a grinded out team wins every like no, like yeah. watching George St. Pierre fight. I used to hate that shit, I, but it was the same with watching Bama play before Tua. Before Tua got there, it was so goddamn boring, and they just grinded out every time. Yeah, and I think that's why people hated Bama all these years, not because they were good. You know, not because they kept winning. It's the fashion in which they were winning and yeah. just wasn't exciting. Yeah. Where you sit there and you watch the game with your buddies or whatever, and you're like, all right, great. They're going to run the ball up the middle. They're going to play really strong yeah. defense. Well, we saw I feel this. like I'm in 1950. We saw this in at the, we were at the McGregor-Khabib fight. Yeah. And uh, as a fan of the UFC, we sponsored the UFC. Black like, Rifle Coffee does. We, yeah, we do. Yeah. We go to all sorts of game, uh, fights with these guys, all sorts of events. I support the organization. I love him. Dana's a good dude. He's fucking doing a great job over there. But I don't want to see two dudes wrestle for 15 Same. to 25 minutes and then somebody decide yep. who won. I want yep. to see somebody get knocked the fuck out. Yeah. Period. It's a combat sport. I want to see fucking combat. Exactly. So in the same sense. Of Alabama, yeah. you want to see some excitement. Yeah. You want to see some superstars. But they Clemson, just haven't had that there. They've but never Clemson, had a big-time quarterback besides no. Tua. Um, you know, all of their quarterbacks for the last... 100 years since Bear Bryant have been boring as shit. Yeah. Except for Namath, maybe? Well, Joe Namath. Namath. His legs are... Willie Joe is about the only one that's been exciting for them. I guess, yeah. uh, I don't know what happens. Um, But But Clemson is exciting on both sides of the ball. Oh, yeah. They're they're a blast to watch. They make huge plays on defense. They make big plays on offense. And they carry it, man. They're not, like, out there acting like dicks. Say what you want to about Dabo. 
with all his like he got super Jesusy at the end. Boy, there. did he like, did he ever? And that to me presents a problem. Like I don't really give a fuck about any of that stuff <laughs> as we've established. On Whenever the show. somebody says, "Hey." God did this for us, and yeah. well, that means God hated the other team. I can't yeah. get down on that. Or God, it's like, dude, God is not choosing God took to some, pick one team no. or the other. Team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. God does not have God money. <laughs> In case you couldn't hear that, because these are directional mics. Jared just said God hates Puerto Rico and decimated the entire island, but really wanted Clemson win the national title. It's true. So when I hear shit like that, yeah, just come on, over, it's just like, come on, man. No, I would never disabuse anyone of their faith or their their, their right to believe whatever the fuck they want to believe, and if it makes them happy, I don't care. But come on, man. No, Reggie White started all this shit back in the day, and Dennis Leary does a great bit on this. He goes, apparently, God was a huge Green Bay fucking Packers fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I've never understood that. that in sports or or music or the Grammys, like none of that. Like, oh, I love it at the Grammys though, because the most foul mouth hip hop guys talking about drugs and whores. Yeah, they're like, I just want to thank God for all my drugs oh my and God. whores. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, God for this. It's just like <laughs> to no. be, but to be honest, that to me is is pure. Like they really believe that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they like yeah. they they don't see a problem with all their drugs and whores, and they're thanking God for it. Hey, that's fine, bro. But same with football. I'm into drugs and whores too. Same so with football. You, you have a violent sport, and it's just like, oh God, wanted you to play this violent sport, yeah. and then one of you win by forty. I just, I just really want to thank God for the my ability to paralyze that guy on the forty yard Ridiculous. line before he scored. Ridiculous. Look, uh, we've got some sponsors who pay for this whole fucking shit to be on the air. I want to get to the Browns hiring after this because this oh just happens. Oh, my God. Uh, which I'm all right with, by the way. I'm all, I'm all right with the Browns hiring. Uh, first and foremost, though, talking about mybookie.com. Look, that's the sole reason I'm here today. Uh, we house them. We've housed them all year. If they pick up this contract for next year, it would be utterly shocking at this point. Because we have danced in the rain, we have laughed like children, and we have drank like leprechauns tonight, D'Anthony. We would have made Antoine. We would have made less money if we would have just driven there and robbed them. To be honest, or I guess just gone to Vegas. But like, what the fuck? Uh, look, that we were on with them through the. Um, what are we on through basketball? Right. Yeah, through the final four. Yeah. Yes, correct. So we're on with them through the final four. Nothing they can do. So you you, you can bet with us. Go to mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your deposits from one hundred dollars to three thousand. So, like Danthony and I said at the top of the show, hypothetical. Let's just say you put all three thousand dollars in on the first game of the season. Well, and technically, better it all on Clemson. Technically, it would have been six thousand since they double your deposit yeah, up yeah, to three thousand. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's six times six, guys? Is anybody good at math? Boy, out there? I can't. I can't believe that happened. I mean, I can, but um, but to get the World Series right as well, what the fuck? Anyways, go to mybookie.com. Uh, promo code Drinking Bros doubles the deposit from one hundred all the way up to three thousand. So you're doubling your bets. Uh, my lock of the weekend was great last week in the Chargers. Yep, we've been on a crazy, crazy. I was three and run four this week. You the, were, yeah. We missed. Uh, what was the one we missed? In NFL. Um, well, Janikowski, we won. Yeah, uh, we got, I got Janikowski for the Seahawks. I picked the Chargers. That was my lock of the week. Yeah. Um, oh, you got Big Nick Nick right. That's right. That was your. We'll talk more about this later. Come to Jesus. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that in a second. But um, you got the you you 
you went so hard on that that it, it frightened me into not betting, by the way. Hey, you know what? I and bet. I told a couple of drinking bros. I bet on it and made money, son. I knew. I know you did. But I, I after, because you've never pounded the table all year yeah. and said, hey, this, I mean, because to me, and we'll talk about this in a second, this was your I am Spartacus moment where you said, no, the Eagles are going to win this game. And look, regardless of that double doink field goal, you would have won it either way. So yeah, it didn't really either matter. way. Yep. Um, yeah, even and if I, the Bears won. I think part of it was I spent most of the week last week talking to Freddie Mitchell, like really just texting back and forth, talking shit. And he's got some. Uh, you'll hear more about this later, but he's doing a thing with a uh, veteran charity up in, in Pennsylvania where they're giving service dogs away to dudes with dudes and women from the military with. Um, either mental health issues or whatever the fuck else is going on. We're going to start working on that soon. It's great. Drinking, drinking bros and black rifle. He's an awesome dude. He's a great dude. Yeah. He's, he's been really like, funny. He's one of the best Instagrams. On. Yeah. So anyways, I spent all week talking to him last week. And I was like, you know what? He's right, man. Fucking Nick's going to do this. I fucking, I don't know what it was, but I didn't think that Trubisky had it. I think that Nick Foles has some kind of fucking weird magic going Jesus on magic. around him. I don't know what it is, but you know, like, again, like I said, that momentum, that fucking juju, whatever yeah. the fuck you want to call it, it plays a role in sports. It does. It does. I know a hundred percent. Um, and, and look, we'll get to that during this week's games in a second. Next up, we get ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. It's the mattress for the, all the NFL players are sleeping on it now. Um, everybody's asses is like, Hey man, we listen to the show. Because usually they, they come and listen for themselves, like their their own interviews and shit like that. And they're just like, yo, what's the ghost bed? And I'm like, the ghost bed's dope as fuck. It's the best mattress on it the planet. Is. It is. And one thing I was incorrect about is the the deals didn't end after Christmas. They're still there. Really? So if you go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, $7.99 off a bundle package, $500 off of uh, a mattress uh, off the ghost bed locks, $300 off the regular mattress and free pillows. The pillows are fucking amazing. Uh, and they have a no interest pay-as-you-go program for 36 months. No one fucking does that. No, I wouldn't. Not not for a bunch of degenerates like Drinking Bros. For no. sure. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Let me ask you this. This is a dead serious question, by the way. You're the VP of marketing for Black Rifle? Yep. Would you guys ever offer a no pay-as-you-go program? No. No, you guys can all go fuck yourselves. That's crazy, right? Yeah. It's never going to happen. Why is that you do uh, credit checks or something, li- right? Risk and liability, yeah. Man, the fact that GhostBed's doing it, go hard, dude. Well, we sell $13 <laughs> bags of coffee, and they sell $800 beds, Matches, so it's yeah, slightly yeah. different, yeah. but either way. But they're a great company. They're the best. Like, I, I own best. two of them. You own three of them. Yes. Uh, I mean, what the fuck? The only, the only room that is not in my house is uh, the child's bedroom, who's four. And let's face it, he's not getting a fucking... He's not getting. He's not Andrew Cunan, and he's gonna get in the master. Are they making ghost bed cribs yet? They sh- uh, I, I guarantee they will be soon. Like I, my when I was a kid, uh, I was in a very fancy crib. I only drank Fiji. Were you really? No, I wasn't. We were Fiji poor. Water? We were poor as shit from the Golden. You, everyone's heard my interview. My dad was a piece <laughs> of shit. Uh, but the Fiji water girl, holy shit, she's she famous. Play, you know, she's on Corden tonight. Is she really? Yeah, she's on James Corden tonight. I gotta. I'm gonna, I blew her up on Instagram. I want to follow yeah. her. I know you should. Uh, Kelleth, what's her name? Kelleth, uh, I forget her last name. Whatever. Uh, last but not least, D'Anthony, BlackRifleCoffee.com wants you to tell us about BRCC. Black Rifle Coffee, uh, we do all sorts of weird shit, man. Yeah. There's so much weird shit. We're going to shoot something while, while I'm out here, right? There's going to be another Instructor Earl video ah, shot that's right. tomorrow, as yeah. a matter of fact. Yeah. Yes. 
Uh, people have been clamoring for it. Yep. Actually, when we did the uh, uh, the socks, it was Vandenham and then Instructor Earl. On FreakerUSA.com, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they were dude, super Everybody loves super Instructor popular, Earl. Yeah. I told Evan, I was like, dude, you got to do more of these fucking things. So we're going to do more. We actually have this one planned and then one more after that at a minimum. But I don't think it'll ever stop because it's just such a funny character. Um, we have a bunch of other shit coming out, too, like uh, Warrior's Heart, uh, the follow-up to the Tom Spooner thing you guys saw over the holidays. Uh, it's a really good organization that we support. helps uh, former service members with drug and alcohol problems and mental health problems and all kinds of bullshit like that. Um, we usually give away between thirty and 50,000 pounds of coffee to deployed service members every year. And we're about to run a promotion, I think, two weeks from now, so keep an eye out for it, where every bag you buy of certain blends and roasts, uh, we send one of those over to deployed guys. So our best value is the coffee club. You get about 20% off of free shipping, shows up at your door, same day every fucking month. You don't ever have to worry about running out of coffee again. It's the best. Yeah. Uh, go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use the, the, the promo code SPORTS for 20% off. Highly recommend you using that on the coffee club of the month program. Shit gets dropped off of your doorstep. Same date of every single month. It's amazing. Let's dive into these weekend games, shall we? Colts, Texans. You had the Colts, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, it looks like I thought I missed one, but I did go four for four. So that's you good. You did? I, no, no, no. I, I went three for four. I, three called, for four, I yeah. think I said Seahawks were going to win. Well, they, they, they covered the spread. They got two and a half. It was yeah, two I and guess, a half. So I guess I went four for four. Because we, yeah. we bet that on a Tuesday, and a lot of people ask us, when do we bet these games? We always bet on Tuesdays. Yeah. We do the show, and then everybody that can spread, go back yeah. and re-listen and be like, all right, cool. What was the spread? How did you get this? We always do the show on Tuesdays. Uh, this week it's delayed because we got a special guest actor who's coming on to promote yep. his movie on Friday. Um, but yeah, so we got this Seahawks game. So we won the Seahawks game. I picked the Texans. I believe you picked the Colts in that game. Yeah. So I lost that game. Chargers was my lock of the week. Uh, Chargers, uh, well, look, they were crushing them. Uh, twenty-three to three, all the way through that game. We knew and, Lamar uh, Jackson wasn't going to show up. He's not an I mean, NFL quarterback, and that's like it's fine. one thing in the regular season where everybody's playing loose and trying different shit. But when yep. you're locked down at your game plan in the postseason, I'm sorry that guy's not going to win. Look, I went two and two because I, I picked the Bears. You picked the Eagles. Yep. I don't know how you picked Big Nick Nick. I told you it was Freddie Mitchell. I don't know how they won. They won because of Big Dick Energy, my friend. Jesus Christ, the worst call. In the history of sports, could be Chris Collinsworth saying "double doink." I hate, I hate Chris Collinsworth guy's so much, dude. He is the fucking worst. Oh man, I mean, it, it's an embarrassment. And for a game that big, and I said this on my podcast on Ross Patterson Revolution, you have a third of the country watching this game. You've got to have the best of the best there. To me, I wish, I wish it was Gus Johnson. I wish Somebody. Gus Johnson could call all this shit. I also like Tony Romo. I, a lot of people ask. Romo like, is actually a really good play-by-play the guy color knows guy. play before it happens. Yeah. I, I was not stoked on him as an NFL player. I am really stoked on him as an announcer. Yeah. I like him and Jim Nance. I think they're great. I think Aikman's really good, too, though. I, I, I'm over Aikman. He's been Aikman around for like a while. He's been sunburned and high for he, about 30 he, years. he looks like he's lived in Scottsdale for the last 60 years. Yeah, Weird, for right? Real. Yeah. Um, but to me, for the money, at this point in the season, let's go Gus Johnson. I like Al Michaels. Al Michaels is Michaels fine. Michaels is good. He's old as fuck, though. Uh, whatever. 
don't Collinsworth me with this shit anymore. No, I mean, the, you know, with it. and then uh, by the way, everybody hit me up on Twitter because I posted the thing of uh, Jason Witten yeah. and his his wig glue. That's <laughs> yeah. what it ended up being. Is I was like, hey, anybody else see this bright marker yeah. around his forehead? I was like, what? What is this? I don't understand. Is that a? Was is it supposed to be a green screen backed up? And like, I'm a Hollywood guy, and I couldn't figure out. And they were like, oh no, it's a toupee wig glue. And I was like, you know why I didn't know that? Every Hollywood actor who comes in who needs a toupee has a wig guy doing wig work before they get there. Yeah, they don't want anybody else to know about it. Right. And I was like, oh shit. So how you know you made it if you're doing if you're doing if you're doing wig work? Yes, I'm a wig work specialist. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm gonna call this season? What's that? Uh, Rice. Why? I just, I, you know, I think he's, he's really good. Yeah. Wait, yeah, yeah. He's no. the best wide receiver ever. You know nothing what you're talking what about. What are you talking about? He hasn't played since he the He was 80s. in the 49ers. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice no. I think. Go ahead and grab the microphone from him, Dan. <laughs> We're all done with uh, Jared for the show. I'm pretty sure. Didn't Jerry Rice retire in 2011? It was sometime around then, right? Who knows, man? Look, Jerry Rice played for 50 fucking years. Yeah, but it wasn't this year. Now he just shows up at weddings. Who knows? But uh, I went two and two. You picked Big Nick Nick. Uh, Would you go four for four? Yeah. You killed it. You killed it. You held up my end of the bargain. I was shocked by that. Um, Now we're going to get to this week's games. Top of the list, Saturday. I love these Saturday and Sunday games. And this is the last week of it, man. It's a full weekend. That's what I like about uh, it. So do I. It, it saddens me that that these are going to be gone because that means the, the season's about to end. We got Colts at Chiefs. It's Kansas City minus five and a half at home. Who you got, D'Anthony? Oh, boy. Well, you know, the Chiefs are weak in the secondary. That's yeah. their biggest, probably their biggest flaw, Correct. I think. Uh, and Andrew Luck's been lighting it up lately, but I really don't think the, Ch- the Colts defense can stop uh, Jesus as my homes boy. Yeah, I just don't see it, man. I think this is going to be I, this is a seven plus point game probably. I don't. I'm, this is five and a half. So the game is minus five and a half. Chiefs. Uh, I just don't see that. I don't either. I, I look. I've got the Chiefs all day, especially not at Arrowhead. That's the loudest stadium, and, and uh, it's crazy. And look, they haven't won a fucking playoff game with Andy Reid. Since what Jesus got resurrected, this is their time. Mahomes is is not look. He's never been phased all season. I don't no. think he's going to be phased now. Tyreek Hill has got a he's had a couple weeks to get healthy at this yep. point. Um, and I actually like Damian Williams uh, back there in the backfield. I, I think he's looked pretty goddamn good. He's good enough to get the job done there. Yeah, I, I think if you give him another year in well, the system, he, now he's a big enough threat to open up the field for yeah. Mahomes a little bit. Yeah, and, and Kelsey and those guys, like, look, yeah. uh, if you remember last year, Kelsey got a concussion and I'm going out of the game. Yep. I, I, I've got the Chiefs all day long in this one, um, and I'm, I'm stoked about this game. I think the Chiefs advance, and I think they, they beat this five-and-a-half spread. Uh, dare I say, this might be the lock of the week, is, is the Chiefs for me. Uh, next up, we got the Cowboys at the Rams in the night game. This is the Rams minus mm. seven at home. Who you got? Well, you know, I think these uh, offenses match up pretty good. I don't think that um, – I don't know. Jared Goff, is, he's a pretty good quarterback, but he hasn't really stepped up in the ways I thought he would this year. So I'm not too high on him, but Dak Prescott's a fucking joke. Um, and more importantly, the Rams' defense is legit. 
I think I think the Rams defense is probably better than the Cowboys defense, and I think that's what's going to win this game. Yeah, um, look, I, seven points. However, seven points is a lot. That's a lot of points. I don't know if I believe that or not. I would like to see this at six and a half. I'm still going to take the Rams. I would I would really love to see this at six and a half. It's not. It's at seven. But I, I think the Rams are going to be fine in this. Look, Gurley's had three weeks to rest at this point. Yeah, he's going to be fresh, energized. They're going to be tearing people's faces off. Um, I I think Goff is going to be fine in this. The Cowboys are hit and miss every other game. To they me. are. They are. So, you know, to me, this could be a close game or it could be Rams by 30 and it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I, I'm going to lean towards Rams by two scores in this just simply because they've had the rest. And uh, this is leaning to be a, a Rams Chiefs. Um, ooh. A Rams-Chiefs Saturday to me, where I think the Rams and the Chiefs both win. And uh, this this the reason why I say that, this could be on your dream collision course that you stated at the beginning of the season. How the crazy would it be if I – so I said Alabama-Clemson, and Clemson wins. Yep. And then we said Dodgers-Red Sox, yep. and I said in five games. Yeah. And then Chiefs-Rams-Super Bowl, and the Rams win because that's what I called. Yeah, how fucking crazy would that be? I would have to. That uh, would be ins- insanity. Yeah, and uh, we would be super rich. I don't know if we would ever do the show. By the way, um, no, we would probably uh, just do a we, bunch we, of drugs. We put money in all this shit before, so I, that would be a miracle. I don't know if that's going to happen. I still think it probably goes through New Orleans out of out of the NFC. But I think the Rams and Chiefs. I think your two picks stay on the Saturday games, and I, th- I think everybody's fine betting these. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Chargers at the Patriots on the Sunday games. This is New England minus four. Who you got? This oh. is our fight club game of the week. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, mm, I don't You're know. You're staying with New England, right? Yeah, I, I think I think Brady's got one more in him. I know you think he's out of juice. Yep. The Chargers have been looking pretty good lately, but this is in New England, and New England wins playoff games in New England. Man, I, I and I'm almost shocked that I'm saying this because I, I haven't really liked the Chargers all year. But this is three weeks in a row now that I've heard from different people inside the Chargers locker room saying the Chargers hate the world. They're only playing for themselves. They have no home city or home fans to root for for them at all. And uh, man, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm gonna. T- I, I think the Chargers are gonna win this game. Not only am I taking the Chargers plus the, the the four, but I actually think they're going to win the game in, in advance. I just think Rivers is is down to the last couple years of his career, and this is it. If he doesn't do it now, yeah, he will never get back here. No, he'll have twelve kids by the time Henry's back. Uh, tight end this week. Yep. Um, I'm I'm going Chargers. I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm I am going heavy on the Chargers for this game. We'll see. And, we'll and I think this is the end of the Patriots to me. Um, I think after this, Gronkowski and and those guys. I think Gronkowski either moves on or retires. Yeah, and I well, think Brady. I think Brady wants to stay until he's fucking forty six. I believe that he kind of does. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know if the Patriots can abide that. Yeah, but I, look, like Belichick would have to probably leave because I don't know if he would hang around for a mediocre quarterback. That's 43 years old. I don't know. Or, or, or are you the Patriots and saying, hey, we can get somebody else in here. It doesn't really matter. Who gives a fuck if Gronkowski leaves? Maybe. Uh, they still have a, a lot of talent on that team. I don't know. And, and again, this is all speculation. Brady could fucking win, light everybody up, and win the Super Bowl. And I, I could be totally wrong. 
just I, my this is just my guess. I feel like if Brady wins this year, he's probably done. I would say that would be a, a fair assessment. I don't think there's any like what could yeah. possibly bring you back after yeah. that. That's like the John Elway, what, 98 season? Why would you ever 99, come back? Yeah. 99, yeah. He, we won both 98 yeah. and 99. Why would you Beat come back Falcons. after that? Not that I remember. What, the funky <laughs> chicken dance or whatever the yeah, fuck yeah, it was? Yeah, the, uh, the Dirty Anderson. Bird, dude. Dirty Bird. Dirty Bird. So stupid. Jamal Anderson just got arrested last week. Ugh. Did he really? Bad luck. He and Otis Nixon should get a fucking room together. Boy, they're, they're two drunkards <laughs> who can't get an Uber, apparently. <laughs> uh, next up on that Sunday game. We got the Eagles at the Saints. Man, these are these are two these games back to back to me are probably the best games of the weekend to me. Where the, these are the, these are the two games that I'm most excited about is these Sunday games, and this line has been all over the place. So I, I would watch this at home and and see how this shakes out over the next few days. Obviously, it's New Orleans at home. Um, they're thirteen and three. But right now, it's currently listed at minus eight. So when the week started on Monday, it was nine and a half. Yeah. So this line is moving down. Everybody is jumping on board the Big Dick Nick train. Yeah. Are you staying with Big Dick Nick this week? Yes. You are? I think... Uh, to win or with the points? Uh, both. No shit. Yeah. I was kind of flipping on it Ooh. earlier. I definitely... I definitely... I'm 100% sure on... The minus eight, for sure. I don't yeah. think there's any way that New Orleans beats them. And keep in mind, folks, I know this is a long-ass season, but the Eagles had the second-ranked defense coming into the season, and they've know, been playing they lights nasty. out lately. Fletcher Cox is looking nasty. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I but I think i got to go with that magic. Like I said last week, the Eagles won last year, and they're playing out of their fucking mind right now, and it would be crazy to go against the defending champs because there's something to be said about that. There's something yeah. to be said about all these guys have been there and they've done it before Yeah, with Nick Foles under center. So I'm going with the Eagles. You know, me personally. And I'm not an Eagles fan, by the way. I don't give two fucks about no, I that know. team. No, you don't. Um, I, me personally, and I told – there was a bunch of drinking bros who messaged me personally before this Eagles-Chicago game. And they said, hey, what are, you, what are you really doing before this game? You, again, we talked about this at the top of the show. You pounded the table. This was your I am Spartacus moment of the season yeah. and said the Eagles are going to win. I did not believe it, but you were so sure of yourself. I backed off my bet. I only threw $100 in this game. And uh, I th- thankfully, I did because I lost. Yeah. And uh, with that being said, with the, the juju that the Eagles have and everything else, I would lean towards taking the Eagles – with the eight points, however, this is not a this is not a big bet for me this weekend. I'm going into other games. I would be really shocked if they beat the Saints, but I would be even more shocked if the, if the Eagles lost by eight points. Yeah. So I think you're fine in taking that spread, but uh, I, I'm betting very little on this game because, I, to be honest, I, I've never seen anything like what Nick Foles has done no. last year or this year, and it's. It's fucking crazy at this point. It is really crazy, but one just one caveat to that. Now is not the time of year to be chasing it, trying to make it up. Like as a gambler. Do Correct. not do not chase it in the playoffs. Yep. Do not do it. I'm telling you, you're gonna fucking lose your money if you do that shit. Yeah. Because you make you make irrational decisions when you're putting your own money and you're chasing it. Don't, well, and, don't and the reason it. why is this. You get down to the last, you know, four games of the NFL season. And let's say you're an NFL guy or a college guy. Yeah. And you're like, all right, well, shit, I got to make it up on this because I'm really good at football. Mm-hmm. 
a game like this is not the game to do it on. We've been honest with you all season on, hey, here's who we like, here's who we really don't like. I've taken a bath a couple times. Once was on that Ohio State-Washington uh, game. Yeah. Um, that I really believed in. Homer shit aside, I, I genuinely believed in that. Um, you know, we've made it up on, on a bunch of other shit throughout the season, but now is not the time, if you're down for the season, to be doubling up and going after a game like this. There's better games, and I mean, I see, wait to see and college, the Super Bowl or in the NFC College basketball is coming up, too. Yeah. I there's mean, plenty of time. There, there's plenty of time for that. So, uh, yes, heed Dan's warning, but uh, I, 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 this isn't a... This isn't a game I'm throwing a lot of money on because I, I just I don't know, and I'm afraid to go against Foles after the last two weeks, man. I mean, it's been insane, man, with that guy. Oh, the last five weeks, I guess you could yeah. say. Um, it's too much. Last season, too. It's too much. Um, but, yeah, th- these, are, these are some great games, and I'm super stoked about this weekend. Usually, I'm like, eh. Yeah. I don't really give a shit. Like last year. Remember when Jacksonville was in it last year? Yeah. I just was like, eh. I don't. Bortles is on. I don't give a fuck. Like no. all these games, I care. Sunday games are even better. Where it's just like, holy mm. shit, these are these are all good games. Yeah. this weekend. I don't. There's. I don't think that we're gonna see. I mean, any anything is possible, but I, I wouldn't predict any kind of blowout this this weekend. And that's, you know, that usually makes for pretty good football. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. So I look. It, it's it's exciting times. Um, I want to. I want to talk about the NFL coaches carousel that's going on oh, right now. Oh, boy. Uh, Browns, Freddie Kitchens. I actually don't my, mind that hire, by the way. Do you think that's a rebuild hire or a legit no, hire? No, I, I think what that team was, what, seven or nine yeah. this year, and he was calling the plays. Uh, I, I think it's important. Like, you look at the Indianapolis Colts, right, with Frank Wright. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a great season. Everybody in the media did not believe in Frank Reich. They thought he was gone. I did too. I thought Harbaugh was going to take over for luck and that was going to be a reunion. And I called that early on in the year. He surprised everybody and turned out to be an amazing coach and completely shut Houston down. Well, it was really, I mean, luck luck made a pretty good comeback. But yeah, it was overall team performance that really drove. Yeah, because I I didn't think Indianapolis. They're like 11 and 1 in the last 12 games or some shit. Yeah, I mean, look, I I didn't think Indianapolis had a a good enough offensive line. I thought their defense was shitty before the year started. All of that got corrected with with great coaching. And, you know, you look at this this Freddie Kitchens hire for the Browns. Mm -hmm. It's a guy who, once he got in there and started calling his plays, once the rest of the. Well, the entire Browns organization got fired. He came in and started calling his plays. You can't argue with Baker Mayfield breaking the record for for Peyton Manning. Yeah, um, the players love him. The fans love him. I don't know how you could go wrong with this hire right now. If he doesn't do well in a couple of years, fine. Yeah. But let's say you bring in you know uh, a Cliff Kingsbury, for example. Oh my God. Who, who hasn't won anything anywhere or proved anything in any other school, then you could look at that and say, man, if he's unsuccessful, that is a shitty hire. Fuck you. You fucked our team again. Yeah. Everything else. With this Freddie Kitchens hire, I think it is a great safe hire that is in-house that everybody likes on the team, all the fans like. So therefore, if he's not successful, guess what? Who cares? We, 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 we tried to, to put our money on the guy that just 
appeared to be the best, who yeah, could do the I mean, best for us. That's that's all you can really do, really. Yes. I mean, and so I don't mind that. And to me, he reminds me of like a Frank Reich hire for the Colts, where mm-hmm. it's like, hey, pick the guy who believes in the team the most and who's really going to be there for every last thing. I really don't mind that. Uh, the other one, the the Lafleur, Lafleur hire at the Packers. A mm. lot of lot of head scratching going on over that. I, look to to manage a guy like Aaron Rodgers because because I think Mike McCarthy's. Do you a great think coach. he's Tyron Lou? Could be. Is that what he is for you guys? Could be, that but don't again, get... another young guy yeah. who's what thirty nine. Yeah, he's young. They're trying to find the next, you know, Todd McVay or whatever it is, and uh, <sighs> maybe they found him, maybe they didn't. Maybe Aaron Rodgers wanted him, maybe they didn't. But one thing is for sure: after this year, you will know whether or not it is Aaron Rodgers or whether or not it was the coach. Because Mike McCarthy, to me, will probably go to the Jets now. Um, now that Harbaugh asked for uh, complete... What did, what did Harbaugh... He, not only... They, they were going to back up the truck and give him $10 yeah. million. We thought Harbaugh was going to the Jets. But then he asked for control of like draft picks and some other shit. And he he like, wanted to be the president, GM, and coach, basically. Correct. Like, and, and that's... The Jets, in in New York, they told him to go fuck himself. He's not Bill Parcells, so he can go exactly. fuck himself, basically. Yeah. yeah. So now he's on some weird vacation down in yeah. Florida, allegedly, if you uh, believe it. I don't know what to believe anymore. I, I do believe the story, though, that, you know, look, they offered him the $10 million, It looked like a done deal. And then yeah. he said, I want input on draft picks. Every, you know, I want to be the GM, and I also want to be the fucking coach. And they were like... Hey man, this is still New York City. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I, look, Jim Harbaugh doesn't want anything to me. I don't blame the Jets for for pulling that offer. Um, but you look at the who's left at this point. It's Mike McCarthy. You got to give that job to Mike McCarthy. I think right uh, if he wants it. I I think he does. I, I see. I mean, co- big big high profile coaches who lose their jobs usually don't come back right away. They usually take a year off. No, but you you would come back for New York, and especially if you're trying to make a statement. And Aaron Rodgers was a fuck boy who ran you out of town. Mm-hmm. Come back with come back with Darnold, who as much as I make fun of him is pretty talented. He's fine. Yeah, they've got a lot of cap space. They could make a dent if they go out and get Le'Veon Bell. They could compete next year in a weaker AFC than it has been in years past. I think McCarthy would be a great hire now that Jim Harbaugh, the ultimate dipshit, has asked for... I mean, he's he's basically asked for... uh, uh, What's the Bacchanalia rights in... uh, I don't know. Braveheart. Yeah. Yeah. uh, um, It's called... uh, Oh, everybody at home right now knows this, and we don't know it. Yep. You know that, right? There's a fucking... Prima Nocta. Prima Nocta, yeah. That's we, what Harbaugh has yeah. asked for. Prima Nocta rights for the Jets, and it's like, hey, man, go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah. So, I, look, I, I think Mike McCarthy could be a good hire there. The one that I think is terrible, Cliff Kingsbury's... To me, that's just like uh, wishful thinking that turned into policy somehow. Weird. Like, it's... Come on, man. The I mean, other one that's that's weird to me, that's a really big head scratcher, is Bruce Arians, who I think is a good coach. Yeah. But to Tampa Bay? Doesn't make any sense. Why would you go there? I don't know why anyone would ever go there. Ever? They don't have a fan base. They don't... I mean, I guess Arizona was the same way. Arizona doesn't give a shit about the Cardinals. Didn't Arians start with the Steelers, though, back in the day? I think. Like way back in the yeah, day? Yeah, yeah, but it's like, what, what, why go with, because Jameis Winston, 
The GM specifically came out and said, hey, whoever's taking this job, just know Jameis Winston is our starting quarterback, which is a weird thing to say. I would never walk into a situation like that. Me neither. Like, what if we got a, the opportunity to draft Haskins or, or let's say Lawrence was in this draft. Would you still say something like that? Come on, man. Like it's the strange, be, The man. best players should be on the field. And to be honest, last season, there was a young man with a ginger beard who played way better in his limited time than old crab legs did. So, I mean, to me, I don't give a fuck how old the guy is, what his contract. If I'm paying a dude $5 million to sit on the bench and his $250,000 replacement is getting the job done, then that guy's starting the game, bro. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who it is. Like that whole thing, well, this guy's making too much money to be on the bench. Well, get rid of him then. Fuck him. Yeah. I, so there, there's, look, the Arizona hire was weird to me. The Tampa Bay hire was weird to me. Who's coaching the Jaguars, you know? Um, I don't know. You, me, one of us, Boy. probably. Man, I, I, I wouldn't take the job, to be honest, at this point. It's going to be a shit show next year. And they just named, uh, I believe, Todd Bowles as defensive coordinator. Todd Bowles. Didn't he play for the Ravens back in the day? Oh, he was the coach of the Jets. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? It's, it's, what the fuck is going on down there? That's pretty weird. Yeah, it's, it's Jets coach Todd Bowles. This is, this is just across the wire. He's taking right over now. as their DC? Yeah. As, as, as the... As the DC of uh, hmm. Tampa Bay, because the Jets' defense. God was, damn uh, it, man! Right, strange, super strange. Yeah, if if I'm the Jets at this point, and Harbaugh's asked for all that access, go all in on Mike McCarthy and call it a day. I think McCarthy's a great coach. I think he'd be fine uh, coaching the Jets. But man, what a weird, weird, fucking strange turn of events this has been towards the end of the day. Uh, lastly, I want I want to talk about this. Um, Cousins, Boogie, coming back to uh, When's he playing? the Warriors, January 18th. He's been playing in the D-League mostly, right? Yeah, just got announced that uh, a source has said he's targeting January 18th. Look, yeah, the Warriors, that. ever since that Draymond Green dust-up, have, well, they've been mediocre. Yeah. Um, I think... The big energy of Boogie Cousins could revitalize this team, and I think it's exactly what they need. And this could be the best offseason move ever <laughs> if he on accident. Yeah. Because Boogie Cousins had to call the Warriors yeah. and ask for a fucking if, job. If he plays at like 80% of his capabilities, they'll, the, it'll be the best five people that have ever been on a basketball floor, not an all-star game ever. Ever. Like Even the, the Showtime Lakers with... Uh, fucking, you know, there's worthy magic, Kareem, worthy, Byron Scott, no Kurt Rambis. It's still not even close. No, like no one. All, all five of these guys are legit first team All NBA guys. Yeah, man, it'll be, it'll be exciting to watch. And it, look, if he comes back and dominates like he used to, fucking move, bitch, get out the way. It's gonna ruin the league. All he's got to do is be a rim protector, and then pick and pop really oh. he doesn't even have to go to the basket it's that gonna much. be amazing if he picks watch. and pops with fucking with uh steph and and kd i mean it's over when i saw that news i was i was amped i i whatever that that game is he actually does come back i hope they televise that because i'll be right up next to the screen with a with a bowl of popcorn saying let's go 
Let's go. You know, popcorn really raises your blood sugar a lot, so be well, careful with that. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll watch out for that, Dan. You've killed hundreds of people when you're worried about fucking popcorn. <laughs> that game's on Give ESPN, by the way. break. It's a Friday night game on ESPN. Oh, even better. Yeah, I'll be pounding off my underwear watching that game with my spare eye. Goddamn right you were. I use one of my eyes to masturbate the other one's spare eye on the TV. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. You have to at that point. That's how it works. You have to. We don't look. We don't ever dedicate the show to anybody, but we are this week. Uh, me and Gene Oakland died. <laughs> I know you were a fan. You know, uh, actually, my cousin is married to Hacksaw Jim Dugan. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Is that real? Yep. It's Duggan, by the way. But uh, that's I don't know what his real name is. <laughs> I've never met. Th- I've never met the guy. You've never met Hacksaw nope. Jim Duggan? Nope. He sent he sent me some I signed stuff to get you for Xmas one year. Yeah, I was going to say I might have to get you a signed two, two by, by four. four. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Hacksaw. No, I've never I've never actually met the guy. No shit. But they live in like some shit like Columbia, South Carolina together. Really? Yeah, that's close to me. It is pretty close. Yeah. Why don't you come out and we'll go see Hacksaw Jim Duggan? That'd be great. We could, I guess, if he knew who the fuck I was. He doesn't know who you are. I, I'm sure it would be easy to he explain He better that. learn. Why can't we have him a guest on the show? Uh, well, yeah, I can reach out. I'll reach out to my family. See, yeah. see about that, yeah. Um, he's, uh, I, look, he's all about America, I tell you that. Yeah, we all are. But look, uh, WWF growing up, now yeah. now it's the WWE, Was that was the ultimate fucking jam with uh, Hulk Hogan, me yeah. and Okerlund. Uh, it was the announcer, obviously. Yep. Savage is my favorite. You know, all those guys. But uh, so the, the reason why I bring this up is Hulk Hogan's been on some tough times. <laughs> He's had a number of tough well, times. Well, here's the problem. He, he got secretly recorded saying the N-word yeah. on a sex tape with his best friend's wife. And uh, they yeah. used that, exploited him. He sued, got $100 million, but it ruined his career. The reason why I'm talking about Mean Gene Okerlund is this was his return to the ring last night. It was Hulk's. Oh yeah! So he came back to the ring. Terry, yeah, Balboa. Terry Balboa came back to Balboa. Hey, <laughs> hey. he came back to the ring last night. Looks like he had never left. Damn. No, he's he looks stronger now than Crazy. he did before. Like but steroids, this dude's like seven years old. Whatever Hulk steroids are, I want him. He came back to the ring last night. Looked fantastic. Gave a touching tribute to Mean Gene Okerlund. And uh, I know, I, like, look, if you're like me and millions of other people around the world, you were brought to tears. D'Anthony, you were crying a lot last night. I just cry a lot in general. This guy's 65 years old, by the way. Mean Gene or Hulk? Hulk. Yeah. I think Mean Gene was like in his 80s. Ah, mean Gene was, look, he was, been time, around he was time, timeless. Yeah. He was colorless as well. He kind was of. timeless is what he was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Hulk. Meaning Hulk is 65, huh? 65, yeah. Shit. Terry, old Terry Balboa. We should get Hulk on the show. We should. I mean, what's he doing other than hiding from black people right now? I don't know. Like, you can't... That's one thing I've learned as an adult human being is that you can't just run around saying the N-word and still he be He said friend. it on a sex tape, though. He didn't yeah. know he was being recorded. Well, like the good, was... the go- a good policy is to just not say the N-word, probably. That's what I say. Yeah. But... You know, and also don't bang your buddies' wives. Yeah, that's probably that's a good idea. Bubba the but if you have to, make sure it's one of Jared Taylor's exes because he doesn't care. Exactly. He doesn't care. Yeah, he's confirming now that anyone can bang any of his exes. So, Jared, since we're, we're, we're in your house, we're live in San Antonio, completely spontaneous. If, like, let's say you walked over and four or five dudes were running a train on Caitlin, you'd be fine with it? <laughs> that's what do you what do you mean by that strong? He goes Jared goes, that's strong. Do you think that, that would be strong. out of character for her or very out of character for her 
Okay. She's she's minus five. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. We should get her a punch card. Yeah. 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 Subway's got one. Subway does have one. Subway's yeah. got a punch card. I'm like card. two punches away from a free whatever the fuck they sell there. Cause I've, Six inch. That's what you're packing. No, because I looked. <laughs> there was a... Uh, there was an article the other day where some lady brought uh, a ruler in to Subway, and she she measured the she sandwich, measured the huh? six inch. It was four and a half inches. So now, if women are carrying rulers around, we're all yeah. fucked. Nah, we're we're fucked as a society. We're gonna have to start being a little more honest about what's going on down there, man. Well, we're gonna have to be honest about who's in the playoffs these days. And uh, you're you're look, your picks are still standing strong. I th- I think I'm going uh, at this point in the season. I'm going Saints Chiefs. Saints Chiefs is my uh, thing. I think the Chargers are going to play the Chiefs, and then I think the Saints are, are going to end up playing the Rams. We'll see. I want to we'll see, see what the uh, I want to see what Gurley and Goff look like this week, and I'm, more importantly, I want to see what the Rams defense looks like this year, this week. Yep. If the Rams defense locks it down this week, I think they got a pretty good shot. Uh, look, it's not like Dallas has the greatest of offenses, so we'll no, they're see. terrible. We'll see. Either way, this was fun, man. Fuck, it was a fun college football season. Yeah. Uh, we won a shit ton of money. Thank you to my bookie, even though they're not thanking us. I haven't heard one thing from those guys. I haven't today. either. But stay tuned for the uh, jersey. It was a massive deposit, and they got I, I, literally not one email, nothing from those guys. <laughs> well, nothing. The good news is, is that by the time this show comes out, Wednesday, so tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, this show will come out today when you're, when you're hearing it right now. And then tomorrow, Thursday, we're going to fucking burn that goddamn Notre Dame jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. So stay tuned. Are we doing that on Instagram or Facebook Live? What are we doing? Well, yeah, we'll do it on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook so, Live. Well, and then we'll post it on Instagram as well, obviously. Yeah. Many highlight videos yeah. of, of Rudy's jersey being burned. And again, we wouldn't do it if the Notre Dame fans weren't so fucking delusional. Yeah. Like, I don't want to burn a piece of history. No. Matter of fact, I, I'll, 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 I'll double down on this because, you know, we're doing the leagues next year. Uh, you and I said we we're going to do two underdog leagues next year and two Champions Leagues. That yeah. way there's more people. I will do this for the underdogs league. I will buy a, a signed Rudy helmet for the underdogs league. That way I'm just not burning Rudy in vain. Like, we'll give somebody else a win, a, a chance to win our, uh, a Rudy helmet, a okay. signed Rudy helmet next year. But this jersey's got to fucking go. Yeah, man. it's got to go. Yeah. Uh, for Danthony Holloway, I am Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros. Sports Companion Show. Good night, everyone.